0: What it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the on deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man,
1: holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me.
0: I am Spike Lou in these same social streets. Come find your boy. Holler at us on uh YouTube. Realville Media. Holla All you that boy. How your quarantine going? Are we really still quarantined, man? I know we keep saying that. But Supposed are we really? To be, they canceled a whole college football season. Things are not okay. Well, nobody watching that anyway? I'm gonna be real. People were absolutely watching that. That's <laughs> a fact,
1: I'm good. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I, I'm good. I, I've been seeing a lot of uh, when you when I don't turn the news on, I wouldn't mm. know that there was a quarantine going on. I wouldn't mm. know that there was a pandemic outside. I'll mm. say that. Interesting. Shout out to
0: the news though. News is yeah. Between the post office and the quarantine and everything else going I mean, it went not Did you see the news? Speaking of local news, you see the news at Stone Mountain this weekend? Oh, the, what it was it like a rally or something? It was a brawl. They got the fighting and everything. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny as fuck, man. Y'all yeah, have fun with that shit. Yeah, I wasn't would, there for that one, man. i like to frequent Stone Mountain. Missed it this week, man. Welcome to the <laughs> On Deck TV podcast. Though this week we're reviewing the 2020 freshman class. Yes, that is still a thing. But before we get into that, Loom, he says he left Bad Boy because he couldn't grow under an exec who was an artist. Uh, yeah, right. And Drake, he may have dropped the video of the year featuring Little Dirk with Laugh Now. And mm-hmm. are you buying? Akon's explanation for his Takashi locked up collab. But first, the Rough Riders, the Rough Riders Chronicles. Excuse me. Followed up on BET's No Limit Chronicles, and they popped off this past week. Tell me this: mm-hmm. Did episode one make you more excited or less excited to see the rest of the series?
1: Man, I thought episode one was good. I, I didn't like that they put episode one right behind episode five of No Limit. I thought that that was dumb. I thought they should have just made six part No Limit and had five and six in one night and do do six parts of Rough Riders and you know what I'm saying? Just keep them uh, cohesive like that. I didn't like that they split it up, but I thought the episode was good. I I, I don't know much. I was a huge Rough Riders fan, but I don't know much about DNY's story. So I'm I'm looking at this, the complete opposite of No Limit because I know a lot of that shit. So this is dope. I was coming with basically a clean slate. I've read DMX's book Earl. So that's Mm -hmm. the extent of my DMX knowledge. Everybody else, I don't know how Eve came about. I don't know about the locks. I don't know about any of that shit about their kind of origin stories. So I was excited for it. I thought episode one did a good job of setting up the two brothers and their upbringing and what drove them to start the record label in the first place. I loved how they discovered DMX, how they showed that. They showed the early DMX demos and shit. That shit sounded crazy. So I would say this made me more excited to check out the series for sure. I'm looking forward to everybody else and how they came on board. What about you? what do you think about
0: it? Really? I will say. The episode five of No Limit made me less excited about this. Mm. Uh, When it was 20 minutes left, and I planned on watching all of the No Limit and going into the Rough Riders, but it was 20 minutes left. I couldn't take it anymore. The No Limit was a good series. You hit on it because I was interested in them as a label. I grew up on that music, so it was dope. I was a fan of Rough Riders, but I didn't... I don't really... Other than what I've already heard about the backstory with DNY, how they moved, it wasn't really nothing that was just like, oh, I gotta see that. Me wanting to see it was based off how I responded to the No Limit one. Mm. And that last episode of the No Limit one, when well, you say it should have been six episodes, they was barely made it through four. Like they ran out of material when it got to like, 15 minutes into the last episode, I was like, oh, I'm I'm good. When they start going into Romeo, like I'm, I'm done. And I didn't want to see that. And I it just didn't make me excited for the Rough Riders Chronicles. I did read the book, the no limit, excuse me, the Earl book. And they gave me my DMX fix as far as you know what I needed to know there. For this, I want to binge it though. I, I let all of them ride. I'm not waiting week to week for the Rough Riders Chronicles to come on because for no limit, like I say, I was doing that. I was a fan. I wanted to know. I'm a Master P fan. Rough Riders, not as much as something that I can just catch once this all is wrapped up and done.
1: It's it's still some good shit in this one. Like I like I don't know shit about DNY. For those mm-hmm. those are the the co CEOs, co founders right? of Rough Riders. Just for anybody that's like, who the fuck is that? Um, I don't know anything about them. So hearing their backstory was cool. I'm not mad at at possibly running those all at the same time. I can understand why somebody would want to do that. Because yeah, like, number one, the commercials are trash. Let's be very clear about that. I don't know, but I hate commercials. I done got Netflix, HBO, Showtime. That shit has all got me um, feeling the type of way about having to watch a regular show on TV. Like, that's horse shit now. I'm kind of hot about that. But I'll do it for this because it's some hip-hop shit. And plus, I want to be part of the conversation when it's on Twitter. That's just hilarious. Um, But this was good, though. It was good. It don't hit the same as No Limit simply because I was a bigger fan of one over the other, but I thought it was still fire, though. And I'm ready to seen, see how they
0: mess Swiss and shit. I seen a nigga tweet that DMX was out here robbing niggas with Ren 1010, which was hilarious.
1: Yeah, yeah he had the dog. He, he said he was out with the dog scaring people and robbing people with,
0: with Boomer. Yep. Yeah, that's in the book, though. That's that Earl. Yep. Man, yeah, so, now that Earl crack. is, listen, y'all. Like, man, that Earl, Earl is crazy. Insight into DMX and how fucked up he is, man. DMX is 100% killed a nigga. That wouldn't surprise me,
1: man. Would, that wouldn't surprise 100% me.
0: Hundred percent killed in there. <laughs>
1: the book explains and, a lot of shit, though. Yeah, facts. I don't know about, uh, killing but, but yeah, I ain't, thing, I, but.
0: facts. I, what I would say as far as these episodes, what would have capped off in No Limit thing more and what would have given a break between this and the Rough Riders. They should have did one of those like reunion shows like they do for the mm. for the hip hop, love and hip hop shit. They could have did it via Zoom or whatever and just had you taking some up to date questions. I feel like that would have been a better cap than just to run it into the Rough Riders thing, like you said. That's true. Um and then at the end the Rough Riders do the same thing, you know, get some people up there, get Swiss up there or whatnot if they can afford it and run it that way. But uh, That would have been dope. I'm over with the BET. I tried as long as I could for those four episodes to hold on to the BET production and stuff, man. But I had to get out of there. I ain't even finished the last no limit episode.
1: I can tell because it, it ended fire. I can tell you didn't finish it. It didn't. It didn't. Oh
0: okay. What happened? I tell cried. me what That's happened. What happened. <laughs> I cried, motherfucker. That's what happened. Shit. Uh, did, you not, did you not know any of that stuff? Like they started going down the road and it didn't it made I didn't want to know any of that. And it's like, ah, okay. I'm good. I mean, it was a chapter in the no limit i don't hmm. understand chapter that could have been forgotten no that they could have written out to
1: forget that mm. speaking Next. of platinum plaques, let's talk bad boy man loon fresh out of jail uh he was on breakfast club and he was asked why he left the bad boy and <clears throat> a lot of people uh, said it was because of the bad boy curse He cleared that up and said, there is no bad boy curse. The reason that he left was because it was tough to grow as an artist when you are under an executive who is also an artist. Of course, this person we're speaking about is P Diddy. I thought that was a very interesting point. My question, does that in fact make it harder for an artist to succeed coming up over an exec who is an artist as well?
0: That's a an interesting point, as you said. I, I don't think that it, it's a a fair one. A lot of artists have succeeded under uh, artists, and a lot of artists have also named this as a way to for them separating from the label. Saying, "I can't be under someone else who's trying to push their career too." So this isn't the first time that I heard this. I'm surprised that he'll loom, uh use this as an excuse, though, as if like Puff was overshadowing him. I don't think that loom other than being like, if it was, I'll put it this way, if it wasn't for Puff, I wouldn't know who Loon was. So I don't think that he was blocking Loon shine. It was more so my nigga, you better ride this wave and get on while I'm <laughs> doing the Puff daddy shit. You can be the nigga over here that can rap a little bit. Like Loon wasn't even cold enough for a nigga to be like, are you blocking? Like, nah, relax, bro. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's a fair point to make, but then you can say, well, look at Drake. Biggest artist in the fucking world came up under Lil Wayne. You can say, look True. at Nicky. You know, so I think it just depends on your work ethic, man. People like will look for excuses to get out of anything if, if if things didn't work out like they wanted them to. And I think Loon was in that situation. Things didn't really work out like you wanted it to. So it's easy to blame Puff or it's easy to to try to change the narrative and say it isn't a bad boy curse. But in reality, yes, those things actually happen too.
1: Yeah, uh, he made a very interesting point and in- But I don't agree with it, though, because when he's in a situation like being on Bad Boy and your executive is Puff, who is also an entertainer, you're getting the best of both worlds. You're getting someone presuming that they're good at their jobs. You're getting someone who like Puff. You're getting someone who knows how to market and sell shit like Puff, you're getting someone who also knows hits when he hears it and can produce and tweak your shit to make it sound better. You're getting the best of both worlds. So yes, maybe every once in a while, you may get one of your joints snatched up from Puff. Puff might be like, ah, let me get that. But then you're gonna write his verse and eat off of those residuals for the rest of your life. So it's a win-win situation if you ask me, I feel like I'd rather have that than to have somebody, uh, an executive on the 35th floor of the the Warner Brothers building in Manhattan, who doesn't have a clue about what's going on down in the city and in the streets. And they wouldn't know a hit if it smacked them in the face. So I'd rather have the puff aspect of it than the out of touch uh, executive or the rapper who doesn't know how to be an executive. We've seen that fail a hundred times. All the rappers have record labels and they try to use their face card to pump artists and it doesn't work because they don't know what they're doing on the other side of it. So it, it goes both ways. If I had to choose, I don't want to be Freddie Gibbs under Jeezy. I'd rather be Loon under Puff, honestly.
0: That ain't a fair comparison. You just had to shit on Jeezy.
1: I'm just saying it didn't work. Who else has blown up under Jeezy? He's had several artists. Exactly. And that's
0: still not a fair comparison. You comparing the nigga to Puff? Come on. Like that's Puff, boy, there's
1: only one Puff. Why you leave?
0: Well, uh, okay, yo. So Loom's wrong. Absolutely wrong. Then. That's what In I'm saying. Scenario. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I, t- I totally understand you saying it wrong, but I don't think it's fair to throw Jeezy under the bus there. A nigga well, like Freddie they, Gibbs. What, you want to do Ludo?
1: Who do you want to name? Two chains didn't Luda? Blow up until after Ludo. Everybody don't know what they are doing, man. Like,
0: I, I mean, I don't think that, that that So that's the point that I was talking about. It, it, just because Jeezy can't blow Freddie Gibbs up, doesn't mean Jeezy doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, just because has can't up? blow, who is he trying to? Well, them stop, slick. He's had he have label. a good, He doesn't have a good eye for talent, and that was my <laughs> point about Loon. Like Loon ain't the most talented nigga in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like he wrote a couple hits though. He was fair, on the cover hits. That's fair. And Freddie Gibbs had a couple of songs when he was with Jeezy. I just don't think that, like Loon acting like he mace. You ain't mace, my nigga. Close. So like you can't you can't go anywhere and expect them to make you mace just because Puff was dancing in the shiny suits and didn't have time to make you mace. Like, I made you Loon, my nigga. What else do you want me to do? God damn. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, and then with Freddie Gibbs in that instance, like Freddie Gibbs is or like, he shouldn't have been under a nigga like, G behind a nigga like Jeezy anyway. Not because Jeezy doesn't know what he's doing. It's just not a good fit. Niggas think, oh, both of us rap about drugs. Let's do business together. Like, no, nah. like <laughs> Freddie Gibbs aspirations and Jeezy's aspirations were clearly Beautiful. different. You could tell what Freddie Gibbs wanted to be, like movies and all that Jeezy is, if he even wanted to be in that lane now, it's because he's grown into it. He's never had that vision. I think Freddie Gibbs' vision was a lot broader than Jeezy's, so you can't be up under a nigga like that. You're right in that point, but I don't think Jeezy was bad at the job. Shit. Moving on, I can't believe this made it in the countdown. There had to be another topic, but here we are. Drake drops a mid laugh now, cry later video, him and Dirk, they were at the Nike headquarters, and you put in this production rundown, you, you had the balls enough to ask the question, did Drake drop the video of the year? Yeah.
1: Yeah. My face. Yeah. Let's it's, fucking it's, go. It's Drizzy the, season. The,
0: the subtle yes, is it for me?
1: <laughs> Fucking
0: go! <laughs> to, Look, to, to go ahead and kill some else when watch people using the, the social media thing. For me, it's the subtle nose. Listen, you know that mid ass video, but I'll let you go ahead, Drake.
1: So last week we talked about our the best songs of 2020 so far. Throw everything I said out of the window. And we're just going to go straight to this laugh now, cry later. The 2020 just started the day this that song.
0: this dropped, people. This, this song is better than yes. all the songs we know.
1: Yes. Wow. Let's go. Christ. My boy is back. It's OVO season. The video is dope as fuck. Um, he's quarantining in the Nike store in Beaverton, <laughs> Oregon. He's dropping Pandemic He's
0: quarantining Hilf. in the Nike store?
1: We all wish we could do that. I get it. You wish your favorite rapper would have thought of it first. You wish they would have had to plug to do this. They don't. OK, dope celebrity cameos, dope comedian cameos. We got unreleased Maybach whips in here. It's got it all. What else do you want from this? It's a great video. It's t- Drake has literally brought the music video back.
0: Bro, what Period. are you talking about? What He what do you brought mean? the
1: music video back. It felt like a Hype Williams video, bro.
0: That did not. That was some mid. That was mid. That was the equivalent of mid. You can't even say it. When people say mids. That's what this is, this video. It's dope because it's Drake. That's cool. Uh-huh. It's, it's Nike. a Nike. Odell's in there. That's nice. Drewski, my nigga, which was the, the best part of the whole video. Mm-hmm. I, I fuck with Drewski heavy. Uh, But I'm not understanding why you would call this a video a year. I don't frequent videos as much as you obviously do to call this video of the year, but if this is where we're at with videos of the year. And this is all it takes. I feel sorry for videos uh, and, and video makers, videographers, like it's, Y'all gotta get your creativity game up.
1: But I don't believe back.
0: you. I don't believe you. I looked at this video twice to ensure that I wasn't tripping and this is cool. It's Drake doing what Drake does. You're right, Drake is funny. Drake is entertaining. It was a perfect cameo with Drewski. You bring out your celebrity friends with Odell. But I mean, it, it's not video of the year though. It's like, there's a lot more creativity going on as far as uh, I'm all Wale, your Wale, your buddy Wale in that video. That video was Way hard. better than this. That video was uh, My man, Joyner Lucas, the that Will video, Smith, the Will Smith. Like, Those are good hard. concept videos. And for you to That's throw true. his name here just because he's Drake, it speaks to that trophy that you have back there that he sent you for being his number one fan. Is that the Listen, Drake fan club trophy back there? I need one. I need is a plaque. <laughs> he Listen, gave one. That's it. All I had, I
1: had one question after this right. video ended. After the spectacular video ended, why did him and Dirk have those suits on? Where do these niggas be at when they saying they doing all this and all that? How do, that's, yeah, that's all I, I, I wanna want.
0: fucking know. I have a question for you. Yes. How do you decide between Drake and Kanye in your stand-up? I don't like know what you're when, he's, about. when he's dissing Kanye, clearly he's dissing Kanye West on here. He's talking that. to him when he said, Where y'all niggas at when y'all doing all this and all that? He's clearly uh-huh. talking to you. I don't know what you, but something. he's talking to Kanye. Y'all niggas I, in I, Wyoming building shit? I'm in LA, my nigga, right here in Calabasas. I miss that. Big boy buildings with the big boy contractors. Y'all niggas out there with horses and shit. But I he's that. clearly talking to Drake. So you missed that? You just ignore it.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear. It. I don't hear any Kanye disses. I don't know what you're talking about. That's um, that went completely over my head. Shout out to Lil Durk. That's a big look for Lil Durk. I wouldn't have expected a, uh, a collab between big those two, Le but it Le worked. Dark. Yes. That's what was his hit before
0: this? You, dude. What, is a star. what was Dirk's hit before this? Sam Little is a star. I don't know where he, what rock you've been living under. I have no idea what his hits were, but look dirk you. Guy, like he's established. This ain't gonna help him any. Like, you think do you think niggas is gonna start streaming Dirk? Listen. Is the just, entertainment tonight crowd gonna start streaming Dirk now? Is that what you think?
1: We just talked about. When Kanye tweeted about Baby and people in, in the UK publications was like, "Who is Little Baby and what? Did, why did Kanye tweet about him?" You think they ain't got the same article? Who is Little Dirk and why is he on Drake's new single? No, man, man, you has
0: been popular. What is his hit, man? It don't matter what his hit is, man. Little Durk has been popular. That's like asking what G Herbo hit is. Who knows? What's Freddie Gibbs hit? What's a hit nowadays? Listen. Exactly. Niggas if the Freddy only Gibbs, niggas that make hits, the only niggas that make hits are Drake and Kanye. <laughs> if <you're being> real. <laughs> shit, right. what's Freddie Gibbs hit?
1: If Freddie Gibbs jumped on a song with Drake tomorrow, his that would be his, his first shit hit would go up. That would be his first hit. And just like it was Dirk's first hit. Congrats. The video was fire with the suits with the LeBron and, and Mello, uh draft red, and all that shit was dope.
0: All it was of cool. it. You hate it. it. You hate cool. to see it. No, nah, I mean, if I was a bigger Drake fan, I may get it, but it was some little cool at best, bro. Like, that, that video wasn't all that, man. But big shout out to Nike paying for the video. What if Drake signs his next deal with Nike? His
1: next record deal with Nike. With
0: Nike. <laughs> with Nike, like, sign him to a record deal? That should be crazy. Push the shoes as the merch and shit. That'll be fire. You could.
1: Um. Next up, man, before we get to this freshman class, we got to talk Akon. Yo boy, Akon. To, to not. DJ Vlad to explain why he collaborated with Takashi69 on Locked Up 2. Let's first hear his explanation. Let's see what Akon had to say.
0: Half the people that are upset aren't in the street. Never been in the street. They don't even live by the code of the street. Mm-hmm. Takashi ain't snitch on you. Why are you mad? Just think about it. If I was in the mix with him and I was affected by him telling on whoever or for whatever reason he told, that's what I I don't I don't like to talk about why he did it. I just know that for whatever reason he did it, he had his reasons. Now, if he comes out one day and says, I did it for this, this, that, that and the reason which he's done already. Right. The question is whether or not you believe his story.
1: Are you buying Akon's explanation for the Takashi collab?
0: Nah, I'm not. And I keep hearing people say that Akon a street nigga, Akon is this and Akon is that. And that's fine. He can he can be there. But I think when Akon tries to come speak on American culture, he kind of loses it. Like he he just doesn't have the uh, the information to to be correct in these situations, like even when he's talking about black people should get over slavery, or he's saying, "Well, he didn't snitch on you. Why do you care?" That's not how it goes in America, my nigga. And, I, I, and it may be is it may sound dumb to say, but that's like me trying to go over there and I'm going on the interviews with popular people in his country, and I'm saying, "Well, I mean, I should do this." Like from the outside looking in, I'm just telling y'all, y'all should do this. Like just because I'm successful as such doesn't give me the right to just go speak frivolously about it, about shit over in like our country. I think that Akon continues to speak and you can't, he can have the opinion, but to voice the opinion on Vlad show where Vlad is going to popularize it and make the headline to make you look as stupid as possible. I can't blame Akon 100% for this because Vlad is going to take that. and He's going to put it out there. That this is what Akon said. What do you think? I think that's, the biggest part of it, if Akon had had this conversation about, hey, I did this song with Takashi because I feel this way, with someone who's able to sit him, not even sit him, but school him and be like, nah, it don't go like that, bro. Like, you can think that all you want to, but giving you background on American culture and shit, like, it doesn't go like that. You can't sit here and say, well, I feel this way, so this should be right. Like, it just doesn't go that way. And I think that he hasn't had the privilege of having a conversation with somebody who can tell him that. Like he a con, I feel like a lot of niggas probably kiss his ass, so they're not gonna tell him what's the real is, but sitting there talking to Vlad and and having these headlines that are associated with, hey, I did this with Takashi. you niggas should get over it and y'all should get over slavery too, it just don't, it don't sound right.
1: Yeah, uh, Vlad disagreed with him vehemently um, on his particular stance with the Takashi shit, and akon sounded like a a goofball and akon is a legend like he's done huge feats in music he's done huge feats back home where he's from he's building it all his own city for christ's sake like he's been doing big things for a very long time he's very successful and very wealthy which is why i am confused at why he A, was doing this collab in the first place because it looked like a money grab, even though I know he doesn't need it. And B, he came on here with this half-wit bullshit explanation. It took him 10 minutes just to get to that part to even say, I mean, he didn't snitch on me, so why, why should I be mad? He was babbling up until that point to even get to that. So he was saying a whole bunch of nothing. He's letting me down. I'm I'm confused at the motives behind it because he's not clear in explaining them. And um, in terms of the interview itself, Vlad held his feet to the fire like, bro, like you keep street dudes around you. Like I've known you for 10, 15 years. Like you, you, I know where you come from, and I know you understand that life. Now there's plenty of Takashi fans who probably don't get it. We're not talking about them, Akon. We're talking about you, and I know you understand this. So mm-hmm. that explanation that you're giving me is not working. That's complete bullshit. And we're just going to have to agree to disagree. And that's basically what the, the perspective that Vlad was taking. And I agree with him hundred percent. Akon, he, under, he knows you can play dumb. Man, why, Woody, why is everybody so upset?
0: Stop, um, dude, it's well, corny, bro. I don't think hanging with street niggas qualifies him to, to know. I, I think he is ignorant of it. I think that he thinks that what he's saying is 100% okay. And that comes from being rich, being out of touch, not directly dealing with like an American black experience. He's not from like, you're not- uh, You know, Akon uh, has been a, locked up before in the state. I don't, already. ain't got nothing to do with being locked up, bro. I'm talking about- No, but be, what be I'm saying an is- American, I'm talking about speaking towards <laughs> things. Like I'm, no, I'm dead ass serious. Cause he's speaking <laughs> about like, oh, y'all niggas should get over slave over in my country. Nigga, we, we get over it. We ride by the island. Like, bro, what are you talking about? You can't just leave I mean, I, it at that though. He said more than that, but- No, he I, did I he, he said did. that they should get, we should get over it. He said, oh, well, white people are never going to give you guys money. They, they gave right. money to Italians. They gave it. He started naming all of these things and it sounds like he knows his history, but it doesn't sound like that he's talked to enough black people about it is what I'm saying. Now, he could be locked up, he could hang around street niggas, all of that stuff that you're in Vlad is saying, but I still don't think that he's had a conversation with a real street nigga who's able to tell him like, no, nah, bro, or someone who's more even tied to um, the slavery trade and, and like the American's perspective on it. I think he's ignorant in the fact that he's speaking from a, a foreigner. He's not speaking as a person like born in America, born of, or of American descent. Right.
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely understand that though, but you don't have to necessarily be just born here to understand the culture if you've been here for most of your life. That's I feel all like I'm for saying. you
0: to say, I feel like for you to say get over slavery is a you're, lot. You're taking more... that one
1: piece. You're taking that one piece though. There was more to that. You're doing well, what Vlad did part with of the what headline. He said, though. But that's part of what he said though, right? But you have to hear the entire thing to get context. We know how context works. That's all I'm saying.
0: The context is he said get over slavery. That's the point that I'm, I'm talking about. Though I know that there was more to the interview, right? Part of the interview in which I'm disagreeing with is all I'm talking about. The rest of the context doesn't have anything to do with what I'm speaking towards or what he was incorrect at.
1: He said get over. He said they should get over slavery, and that America has done a hell of a job brainwashing us. That that was the part that he added to that that is very important to that statement because when you take that out, it makes it sound
0: one way. What makes that important to that statement to you? Why you say that? Because he's not
1: solely putting the responsibility on black people,
0: that's why. He's not solely putting the responsibility on black people to get over slavery. He's saying America should get over slavery, right? That's what you're saying.
1: No, I'm I'm saying that the reason that it's hard, he's giving a reason why it's tough for people to quote unquote get over it. It's because we've been brainwashed,
0: which I, I don't know anybody who would disagree with. That. That's bullshit, though. You can't tell me wow. to do something. No, you can't tell somebody. You say, well, y'all should get over it, but I understand why you're not over it. How did do, that don't make sense? Yeah, that's bro. that's basically what he was saying. But that doesn't make sense. He can't, He's not he's not coercing me with that. He may have fooled you with that, but that doesn't he's make sense. He's playing both to
1: sides me. of the fence for sure. But I'm just giving you context of what he was saying. Because if he would have just said get but over slavery- the context slavery, doesn't
0: clear it up. You're saying that the context that like that doesn't clear anything up as far as what he's saying about slavery, him saying that we've been brainwashed and should get over that, that has nothing to do with him saying get over it to me. I don't think I, that, that it, context adds anything to the statement. I think I think what he
1: was I think what he's saying is that. Some people may not know that they have been brainwashed and that if people realize that they've been conned and brainwashed into continuously thinking about it, then they would realize that they could actually do something about it and get over it. He's just giving it from his perspective. I ain't even saying he's right. I'm just saying to you, he's giving it from a perspective of someone who, you ever see somebody that's, that's in a bad not here. That's what I'm,
0: what I'm saying. saying. He's giving it from a perspective of somebody who doesn't get it.
1: But, uh, that's you my ever, whole point. And, and, have you have you seen a situation where you may have known somebody in a, in a relationship or something? And it was a bad relationship, but you have perspective because you don't have any feelings attached. So I can see it and be like, that's probably not the move or do probably lying," or she probably lying," or there's a shuck involved. I can see it because I'm not looking at it with rose colored glasses. That's that's the perspective that he is saying that he's giving from it from somebody who has been in the culture and been in both sides and sees the difference in between the two. That's what he's saying. We've been in that, we lived in Nashville. We lived in Atlanta. We know the difference between the two mind states of people we can't be like no there's no difference. it's the same no we know there's a difference it's nothing better or worse there's just a difference you have the perspective because you spent time in both that's all i'm saying somebody can't be like well nigga you're not in Nashville no more so you don't really know it's like yeah, i can get my perspective on what i know that's all that's all again i'm yeah. not saying he's right i'm just saying that's his perspective
0: i get what you're saying and i disagree i don't I don't, you're saying that we spent time in Atlanta and spent time in Nashville making the comparison to him, understanding black people from a sense of, I can speak to the culture saying you should get over slavery. I I just don't think that that's true because clearly he hasn't had enough conversation or experienced the culture enough to make a articulate statement about it. like That statement just doesn't make sense even when you add the context of you've been brainwashed. Like if you're having a conversation with someone who's did the history on this and we can move on this past, I know people are tune in for this, but if you're having a conversation with someone who knows the history of this, then they're going to walk him into a corner and show him absolutely where he's wrong. Now I may not be articulate enough to do so, but I disagree with you uh, as far as saying well, he's had the experience, I think that that the ignorance in the statement is from his lack of experience. And people seem to think since he was locked up, since he's a rapper, since he has these things that he's participated in, in black culture, that he can speak from a sense of understanding. And I just don't think that that's true. You
1: could, you could say either that could come from a lack of being in it, or has come from the perspective that he's gained from having resources to see what it's like on the other side. You could argue that too. That's all I'm what saying. Other side? He don't
0: know what... He ain't white no, white.
1: no, no, I'm saying all the other side of being able to build your own city and your country. That, that, that's a perspective that me and you can't grasp, is what but I'm that,
0: saying. And that's a privilege <laughs> that I think that he doesn't understand that black people here don't have. Like, I want to... At it, one point, he didn't have it either.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, he come... He didn't. He
1: couldn't build it. He didn't. He wasn't born able to build his own city. Like, stop. We're not going to do that. We're not going to silver spoon Acon. He wasn't. That's not who we're talking. We're talking about two different people. If no, if you think that's? I, the,
0: I didn't say he was born able to build his own city. I'm saying that he has the access and the things to do that in a country to go home and do it in. Right. Like where's the? Like where is like who gonna build their own city here? What country are is Jay Z gonna build his own city? Not America's but that, but that's gonna let point. him do, do that.
1: But that's that's my
0: point. You know how it is. you know how it is when you
1: travel. You know how it is when you travel. The first time you touched foreign soil, your perspective changed immediately,
0: or it should have. What's that? Or have you to were do walking, with Acorn, though, bro. Like because I'm telling you, the, the privilege that Acon is sharing. Like he can say these things, like you said, and go over to Africa and build his own city, and then he can sit there and be like, "Well, you guys should do this." Like people don't have the privilege of being able to do that. Like Jay-Z has more money than him. He can't build his own city in America. It's because (laughs) Akon is African that he has the privilege of doing so. And it's because he's African that he's speaking and saying that you guys should forget about that. That's my point.
1: Yeah, no, nah, I, I, all I'm saying is you were saying that you believe that his perspective is coming from someone who isn't as educated in the black culture as he should he's be. Not. And I'm sa- and I'm, I'm saying, saying
0: no, I'm not saying as he should be. I'm saying that he thinks oh. he is. Okay, that he thinks he, I, I, he is. I ain't saying that he can't go get the knowledge. I'm saying that right, right, he's right. speaking from a place that he thinks he's a lot smarter and more educated in this than I think somebody if he had a real conversation with somebody who wasn't trying to son him or just had his best interest in mind and correcting him, that he would learn a lot and he wouldn't say those things.
1: And and I'm saying, I'm leaving the door open for the possibility of him with those resources, seeing things that we haven't seen, thus giving him that perspective where we can't comprehend it because we haven't been in those places or those rooms or those areas that he's been, that's all I'm saying. I'm leaving the door open for that possibility.
0: That goes both ways though, right?
1: Yeah, for and sure. Just like it, it you could,
0: said that like there's there's stuff that he can't comprehend that we've been through just because he's exactly. not. That's my point. Like yeah. he's speaking as if he can comprehend both. So if I give him the benefit of the doubt of seeing things that I haven't and being able to say that I also he has to give me the benefit of the doubt to tell me he's incorrect. That's fair.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'm with you on it. All right, that was our history lesson and specul it's acon speculation. Yeah, I agree. Um let's get to the business, man. While we're here, um, shout out to everybody who fast forwarded. Y'all missed a good conversation. XXL <laughs> freshman class 2020. Man, let's pull up this cheat sheet. Dog, we got 10 brand spanking new freshmen. Uh, let me see. We got them ranging for everywhere, man. I'm gonna read the first five. First of all, we gotta know who number one, who the hell are these freshmen? Who are they? I'm gonna read the first five. We got polo G, Cowboy. N.L.E. Chopper, Lil' Keed, and Sheikah.
0: Followed by Lil' TJ from South Bronx. Baby King, who brings in from Carson, California. Your man's Jack Harlow from Louisville. Rod Wave, a.k.a. Big Jeff, from St. Petersburg, <laughs> Florida. Fabio Foreign rings in from Brooklyn. Mulatto from the A, and the boat in, 10th spot. 24 Golden From the yep. Bay Area, San Francisco, California
1: We all over the map um, First off, what sticks out to you As who are the obvious Choices, who on here Were you not surprised at all to see Go Show me some of the layups
0: um, This opinion. is a good list, this second Year in a row, uh, I think XXL is doing Their thing with capturing uh, The culture, putting the people mm-hmm. On here that people are checking for That are right there on the cusp uh, people had started to question if this list was still something that resonated with the culture. But I think the last two years, mm-hmm. uh, with the Megan, the stallions and the babies, and now this year, Roddy rich, Roddy riches. And yep. now this year you got the NLE choppers, the little kids
1: mm-hmm. and baby
0: Kings and those look and, um, five year four. And I've seen a lot. You have yep. those guys continuing on when you're not looking at this list, and you're like, for a couple of years, you were like, "Who in the fuck are these people?" Yeah. Uh, so people are bringing their audiences back to this magazine, and uh, I like it. Uh, but the people, the the locks, uh, Polo G. I feel like I've been hearing yep. his name a lot. Uh, Baby, well, not Baby King. Rod Wave, of course. Uh, and the biggest name I think is, to me that I've heard the most of is NLE Chopper. I
1: mean, mm, hopping. hopping, yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, those are the big ones for me. Which ones for you?
1: Yeah, those were the. I think NLE Chopper was the layup. Um, I thought I'm not surprised at all to see um, Rod Wave on here putting on for Husky Nation. Uh, Fabio <laughs> Foreign, rest in peace. Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke. I believe was supposed to be was set to be on here. Um, obviously, that was cut short. It's Fabio but, Foreign. That's his boy. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they in the same style of, of New York drill rap. Um, so, yeah, those are layups. Polo G, I, I'm not surprised at all either. And a uh, little TJ, that's my guy too. I, I didn't think he would have made it, but it looks like he. Uh, somebody on here didn't make it until they had to take. Um, they had to take. Damn, I just lost my nigga name. They had to take um, Pop, Smoke. Pop Smoke off. Mm-hmm. I wonder who. Not counting the guy that was voted in, 24 Gold. And I wonder who they put in to replace Pop Smoke.
0: Who was the last minute person? Yeah, who if you had to guess. Uh, Jack Harlow. Hell no. I would say that because- what, what What's Pop?
1: He got the biggest record out of everybody on here. And it's the out most right recent. It's the,
0: that's that's my, a, it's the most recent. And I think nah, that everybody- That ain't the most recent hit? That came out last year. The remix came out this year. I'm talking about the- Well, yeah, I'm talking about the remix with- with mm-hmm. Wayne and the, the one that made the splash.
1: Nah, I think packaged with
0: already. that remix. You asked me. You can answer when I get done. The was popping <laughs> before this, but I'm with you. No, the remix was popping. And I feel like in order to, uh, if they needed one more person, this remix is out. Jack really missed his thing. It should have been on there last year, was the point that I was getting to with this song. Uh, but the remix coming back out, a call from drama and the label over at Atlantic. Uh, I think he was the last person to sign on.
1: Yeah, you don't get a remix to a song that's not popping, number one. So that song was already Nobody gone. Didn't say, I
0: didn't say the song wasn't popping. You asked me the last person to get on. I'm telling you it was Jack Harlow. Who did you have? No,
1: nah, it was probably, and this is my guy. It was probably little T.J. Because the only reason I say this is because his song, that song that got him popping came out two years ago. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, he's been featured on a couple of joints, but I don't know if he has done enough. It's between him and Cowboy, because that envy me came out two years ago. And so you it's like his
0: name right? Is that Cowboy or Cowboy? You're saying yeah, Cow
1: Cal. It's it's like oh. Cowboy just with Cal his name is Calvin. So oh. That's that's that, that song came out two years ago, and he hasn't done much, made much waves since. So it was, it was between those two, in my opinion. Um, although I'm a fan of the T.J., I actually like I actually like him a lot. Um, he's probably one of the only under twenty one, uh, auto tune, young melodic kids that I like out here in these streets. I fuck with him strong. Um, was there anybody on here? So wait, so you say you think they got it right then? Yeah, that's, that's
0: pretty, what you're it's saying. It's a solid
1: list. Generally solid speaking. List. Yeah. Okay. There's um, some people that
0: I would prefer would have been on here maybe, but yeah, I wouldn't. That? Yeah, I couldn't take anybody off and say they don't deserve it. Do we have any stars in the making? Who's most likely? NL.A. Chopper, 100%. That style, Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis has... Been bubbling for a long time. Moneybag, Yo, Yo, Gotti. I think a certified, bona fide oh. star. And they do up. And I think this NLE Chopper guy, he going to be the dude.
1: I fuck with Chopper. His mom is his manager. Um, they worked out a dope deal. He turned down $3 million up front in exchange to own his own masters and publishing. Shout out to him. Young boy, 17. He'll be able to eat off the rest of his life off of this music that he's putting out right now. Uh, so smart dude listen you you guys you making plays like that early on at 17 man you yeah you good man the star on here i think is polo g uh i think i mentioned him last week i watched a documentary with him his mom is managing him as well looks like you know he's got the right people in his corner and he speaks older kind of wiser more than his 21 years of age um he was out of he's out of chicago you said who
0: i said them chicago niggas grow up quick man you
1: got to, you got to. So he's 21 coming out of the shy. I He said his influences were Pac and Lil Wayne. Like I mentioned last week, he he named his album the GOAT, but not because the greatest of all time. He said he couldn't disrespect the people that came before him uh, by calling himself the greatest of all time. He'd he be doing too much. And then he even just put out a new video um, where it's called Martin and Gina, and he was remaking all the classic Martin scenes in the video. Like this kid got his head on the show. He got his shit together. Like he watching classic nineties shit. He giving props to Pac and people who came before him. He's going places. You know what I'm saying? And I like his style too. Like I like his music. He's actually saying something. He's, you know, sometimes man, we, we old and washed and we see these, we see the kids, you know what I'm saying? They dreaded up, they got the color dreads. They got the, you know what I'm saying? They talking to the gangster shit or whatever it may be. They talking about. And we like, okay, they really ain't saying nothing. But when you, sometimes when you get a chance to dig a little deeper into their shit, you'll see that they do got a lot on their mind and they are, they do have some more substance than style. And Polo G is one of them, one of them kids. So I'm, I'm fucking with him.
0: Uh, yeah, I like Polo G too. Whose music um, do you enjoy the most? If you like, if you're listening to one of these people, like who you enjoy?
1: Man, this, uh, I like TJ. I like Favio. I, I enjoy those two. Um, again, the melodic stuff, you, you know, that's kind of the wave right now. It's real heavy in New York, too, like real heavy. Um, but I rock with it, man. He said his uh influence was with Drake, Meek Mill, and Usher. Does not get Usher. any more random than that? Yeah, and I actually, He I was 30 little, years old, too. Uh, five year was 30. That's crazy. Yeah, he
0: grew up in the Usher era.
1: No, nah, I'm saying TJ said Usher was. Oh, uh, TJ said that. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. He, I may. I watched the documentary on YouTube about TJ. I like, I like the documentaries on the artists. You get to know these, you know what I'm saying, these casts and see what they're really talking about. And he was taking piano lessons and he was taking vocal lessons. Like he took his shit dumb serious, you know what I'm saying? Like recently? Like now he's taking those? No, nah, he was taking them. Up. I saw this last year. Mm. This was a documentary from last year. And um, he was ta- he's taking that shit seriously. So when I see that, when I see a, a 18, 19 year old, Who's taking vocal lessons and piano lessons to try to get their craft together? Like they got longevity in their future, so I, I, I fuck with him, and I, I just like that drill sound, man. This is Pop Smoke night here. I got to Rock with Five Yo.
0: Anybody on here you were previously listening to? Um, Rod Wave is okay. I can't really get into him. It's 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 okay. Like I say, yeah. I would, yeah, yeah. But I probably have listened to him more than anybody else on this list. Polo G, I am a fan of too. I seen a couple of uh, media uh, things that he put out that I I liked. I was like, okay, I like this kid. Uh, but doing research for this and going through his people music, what surprised me the most, and I think what I liked the most was Chica. Yeah, I, I think it's very it's 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 boisterous, it's loud, it's big. I, I think it's it's a style like it's it's a more a more um, like homegrown Lizzo. It's like not as manufactured, it's not as packaged as they made Lizzo out to be. It's like more raw, more gritty, but it's still dope. Uh, so I like, Like I was listening to some of the stuff that she did. I think that she's a dope artist. Uh, leaving out of this, that would be one person that I add to the rotation based off what I've seen. Shout out to Sheikah.
1: She made waves when she did that Kanye freestyle about a year or two ago. And then um, shout out to M-Extra, cause he played a Sheikah song on the show last year. So uh, yeah, she's definitely she's representing Birmingham, Alabama. You don't see a lot of people out of there getting to this level. So yes, shout yeah, out to yeah, her, man. Yeah, she, um, man. You know what? I was listening to um, I was researching on Cowboy a little bit, and he he sounds too much like Little Dark for me to really to really. I don't think he's ever going to break through like that. I think that maybe is of probably Dirk hits. Yeah, he's t- yeah, right. it's, he sounds too much like him. But I watched the interview with him, and he said that he had to go to a psych ward after he saw his friend get killed in front of him. And I thought that was very interesting. He's from Chicago as well. I think he was 15, 16, had to go to a psych ward, had to sit in a circle and do the whole like discussion and breaking it out because he kept having nightmares about it. So when you talk about PTSD and shit and that shit going on in Chicago with, the, what they, with these kids rapping about people wondering why they rap about the stuff they do, and you got to look at the environment and what it is that they see every day. So I thought that was a very interesting and very vulnerable story that he told uh coming from cowboy. I thought that was interesting as fuck.
0: Chicago different I man. To hear it, though. I pray for all of those young brothers coming out of there, man, that they can keep grinding to get to where they need to be, but it, it is very interesting. I would, what would you say that was on a, a documentary? No, nah, it was I was on somebody's interview. I can't remember uh, who what the interview was though. It is very interesting either like from G herbo to to yep. him like all the people that you hear talking like even Chief Keith that come out of there to make it I'm always fascinated by them in interviews. Like I think that PTSD initiative that Herbo is pushing is very dope and very real. Yeah. Like I think that it ain't taken into consideration what those young cats have seen up there. Yeah, Shit that they who, go through. who knew
1: Favio Foreign was signed to Mace? Raise your hand if you knew that. Who knew Mace had a label? That's what I'm saying. Mace has a, has a label called Rich Fish. It's a terrible name. I'm going to be real. The name ain't nothing. And Favio and is signed to it. And I didn't know he was 30 either. I thought he was 21. I thought he was pop smoke age.
0: I ain't so signing a- to Mace. Well, well it's got to be rough signing to Mace, oh, man. I ain't I saying to but I'm from Brooklyn. Maybe would, he had had his shot at 30. You may have to sign with Mace, though. That That's may a good point. It. You know what I'm saying? Like that might have been your last it. swing right there. That may have been it. You might have fucked up a couple of bags. Probably got a <laughs> temper or something. Yeah, that may have been it, man.
1: Who on here do you see disappearing and we never hearing of ever again? Like there's yeah. always at least two or three of them.
0: Jack Harlow. What? Jack Harlow is out of
1: there. and You don't know Lord. much about DJ Drama then because he not letting that happen. He got, a, he, got a, he got a good team behind him. He got a machine at Atlantic and DJ Drama who's, who's created Hitmakers before. I don't see it. I don't see why Ooh. you're picking on Jack Harlow. I'm, I'm somewhat lost, especially when there's a nigga named 24 <laughs> Golden on here who is never going to be heard from
0: ever again. Are you related to Jack the second time you're taking up for him? I'm just letting you, I'm giving you my opinion. Jack Harlow doesn't have, I'm not, I don't think he has a lane. Like Lil Dicky, that lane that he's going to be in, Lil Dicky has torched, Lil Dicky is on his way to stardom. Uh, Lil Dicky doesn't even rap no more. He's completely scorched that lane, if you let me finish it. And there's no following up for Jack Harlow. I think Jack Harlow is in the goofy, white, kind of like not-too-demonstrative white boy rap that was due. And I just don't think that that he'd be able to be around for a while. Uh, Lil' Key, I see he signed a young thug. I see 300 ENT. Based off those things alone,
1: I don't know how long
0: he's going to be able to be around as far as just having the support that he needs. So if I had to pick two, it's going to be Jack Harlow and Lil' Key. Jack Harlow, because- hmm Jack Harlow, because I believe that I just don't think that there's a lane for what he's trying to do. And I don't even think the drama's gonna be able to save him. And look, Key, just like what's behind him is just not it's gonna be a hard fight for your buddy. Key sounds
1: too much like Young Thug for me. Um, for my personal taste. And when you sound a lot like Another person who's already popular, I feel like it's tough for you to come up out of that shadow. I know he doesn't always rap like that. Like he switches his voice up and all that type of stuff. I get it, but I just, I, I don't I don't know. I, I could understand why somebody would say that. Um, I need to do more research on cats like Baby Keem. Like I get it. Um, Drake shouted him out last year, said that that was his favorite album of the year. That's probably the, the only, only reason, reason that he, he made it to this. It. If we keep it a thousand, but shout out to him, shout out to Carson. Um, but if I had to say somebody wasn't that we're never going to hear from, it's one thousand percent just twenty four Golden Kid. Like I don't know him? what I don't know what bot he used to get voted in for this freshman this is, class. You think his music is bad? I listened to his music. First of all, he's one of them cats. I just looked at and said, oh, his shit going to be trash." Like I just, I just looked at him and said that. Watch when his freestyle come out. Uh, the freestyles are all coming out. We're playing them. We're playing every last one of them on the On Deck TV podcast. Excuse me, the On Deck TV IG page. Watch when this nigga freestyle come out. It's going to be fucking trash. I can go ahead and call it now. I've, we've been doing these shows every year since this shit came out. I can see the fall off a mile away on
0: every I damn you one of these cover. little pump type niggas. No wonder you're saying this. He's trash, oh, bro. Okay, yeah. He looked like little Pump and little sky. He He's trash. One of them little niggas.
1: He's out of there. I'm telling you that. Them niggas popping, now. though. I
0: don't know why you hating little Pump <laughs> is popping? For a minute he was. Wasn't he on this shit, too? Yeah, literally for a minute. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, this little nigga get like... He done. Butter. He ain't He's even done. had his Gucci gang shit yet.
1: He's done. He's he won't have I'm one. We'll never that. hear from this kid. Never. This uh, nigga so congratulations on making the cover, though.
0: The nigga named Landis Vaughn Jones. You can't tell me a nigga named Landis Von Jones is done.
1: It means That's nothing. That's his real me.
0: name. That's his real name. It don't mean nothing to you, Landis Shout Von Jones.
1: Shout out to Jones. him. <laughs> no. Shout out to Landon. Uh Mulatto, I'm not I'm not familiar with her. Um, uh, I know she won the uh lifetime uh reality show that uh hip hop reality show they had like two years ago called the rap game. Maybe two or three years ago. I didn't watch it, but I do know that about her. She had a song with Gucci where she remade that Freaky Girl. I mean, it's, she,
0: it's cool. She got, a whole, she got a whole campaign redoing his shit. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, Redoing all of his albums and shit. Um, really? Yeah. Man, that's it's, interesting. A whole, it's a whole mixtape, like all of them based on Gucci songs. I mean, it's pretty interesting. I'm sure. I came I'm across sure. it on Twitter. People were fucking with it. It seemed like the pictures were dope. She, oh, she remade the covers, covers shit? and shit? Yeah, she remaking his covers and shit. Like, it was That's hard.
1: Yeah. That's all. I ain't good, mad about that. She
0: got a good marketing team behind the very least. So, I mean, she, I don't want to sound like a hater here, but she sounds right. like a lot of other female rappers now, you know.
1: She does. Uh
0: But. Moving
1: on, man. Last but not least, when it comes to this freshman class, who do you feel got snubbed? If anyone. Snub-
0: I won't use snub, but I do have three people uh, who I've been very impressed by this year. One of them, I'm not sure if he was on the list before, but I still want to say it because he's been shaking it this year. That's 42 Doug. 42 Doug, baby, one of these yet? No. He hasn't? I think 42 no. Doug should have 100% been on here, uh, even though with the controversial comments that he had, I know everybody knows what I'm talking about with that, if you follow him. Uh, that's one, uh, Shay Noir. Uh, I recommended her album uh, when she was rapping with the, uh, I can't think of the nigga name now, but it was produced by this one dude and they had the whole album together. It was my mm-hmm. put on about three, four shows ago. Uh, recommended by the, the the Rap Chat. One of my homies in the Rap Chat had recommended her and I had finally gotten around to listen to Shay New Ward. I think she definitely should have been on here. She spits. Um, and last but not least, my favorite finder of the year, Bodie James. Bodie has been out for a while, wouldn't necessarily call him a freshman, but this probably been his biggest year as far as uh, moving and shaking. So I do think that there would have been a dope look for him or Stove God, one or the other. Given that this
1: is mostly generally based off of last year, they usually put this together earlier in the year. So mm-hmm. I can understand why 42 Doug wouldn't have made it, seeming that he's really gotten a, a bigger buzz since he teamed up with Little baby. Uh, and that's happened more recently, uh, but I wouldn't have been mad at that if they would have put him on here. Um, I thought speaking of Detroit, though, I thought Sada Baby. I'm surprised that he didn't he didn't get on here. They might count him as a little bit more of a vet. Um, I thought stunning for Vegas. I'm surprised he didn't make it. Um, the baby has had him out here heavy. They may they may have thought it was a little bit too much of a cheat code him being signed to baby and. So maybe that's why they didn't give it to him. I'm not sure. But the two people who absolutely should have been on here is Don Tolliver um, out of Travis Scott's camp. I can't believe the cooking that he did on that Jack Boy's project that he and the fire that he dropped early pre pandemic that he did not make this list that is highway robbery. And I'm surprised D Smoke didn't make it, who won uh, Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. He, has, he had a big buzz coming off of that, did big records with a lot of people. He dropped a project um, ever since that reality show, and it was super dope. So I'm surprised he didn't make it either, man. That would have been a nice switch up. You got to have somebody else in here over 30, man, and can't just have Favio in here by himself in the kindergarten class.
0: You think that either one of these people that we've named took the Benny approach and got approached and turned down?
1: hmm, that's a good point. D Smoke might have done it just because he might have felt like he too old or people might have felt like he was cheating because his brother oh, is already in the industry. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't know why somebody would have, I don't, Don Tolliver, I don't think he would have turned it down. I don't think 42 Doug would have turned it down. So, I know I don't think so, but there's always, that happens every year. Somebody turns it down. You know what I'm it'll saying? It'll come so that out in about two weeks. Right.
0: 42 uh, Doug, I have money to make. Some, you know, it'll come out in like two weeks.
1: Yeah, the freestyle. Uh, that's usually...
0: God awful! Have you seen the freestyle clips?
1: Yeah, um, NLE Chopper's, At the time of recording this, NLE Chopper's the only full one that's out. But I saw the I saw the clips. This should be very interesting. Should be very. People are waiting
0: on the clips to drop so they can laugh. I've seen a lot of 2020 comparisons to. Of course, this is the freshman freestyle class that we get for 2020. Uh, (laughs) As far as everything that goes, (laughs) that's been going on. So I'm surprised to see um, how that sounds.
1: Minus the scandal, I think Doja Cat probably would have made it. Minus the scandal, she really? blew
0: it when she when she she rapped. Yeah, damn! I thought she so. was like a Amy Winehouse type bitch. Weirdo, yeah, way off. Man, she way way off. off. Good thing Raps I don't have like to listen or find out about it. Cause she got herself out of here.
1: Yeah, she got herself. Yeah, that Dinora sucker. Um. Yeah, guys, y'all let us know who were some of y'all snubs. Who do you think is the star on this list? There's always a star. There's always a flop. There's always a snub. Y'all let us know on Deck TV podcast, on Instagram, and of course the Rap Chat as well.
0: Uh, just search the Rap Chat on Facebook.
1: Let us know. Uh, we got some wins and some losses.
0: Absolutely, man. We got a W going out to your man's Jewels. He got out of prison. Big shout out to him. Are you excited Jewels to see Jewels is come on?
1: Yeah, man. He backed. They said he went to the dentist straight out of the. Um, Straight out of jail, he went to the dentist. And that's not a joke. They literally actually said that's what happened. Um, got his well, grill man, together. To get
0: his teeth fixed again?
1: Yeah. I can only imagine what it looked like in jail with no treatment. Can you picture that? Treatment?
0: I thought he treatment. got his teeth fixed. I thought his teeth fell out and he got them fixed.
1: I don't like, know. I, I can't keep hug. up. Jesus Christ. Man, shout, out shout out to, to Joel's, man. He's glad to see him free. We don't need any new music. Let me go man, ahead and stop you there. You did new Joel's? Absolutely not. No, and I can't had, feel my face. M1. No, he, he dropped the ball. He, he, had, he had the rap game in the palm of his hands at, for about 10 minutes and he jackballed it by not dropping that album. They so, can't no, feel my face. Shout out to, to Joel. No, his uh, follow up. He, he jackballed it by not dropping that shit.
0: What's next? All right. Another W goes out to Gucci Man and Rick Ross. Gucci Man is expecting. His first child with his uh, baby mama, Keisha. His Keor. wife. Damn. Oh, man. Baby mama, it's wife, a... both. My
1: nigga said his baby mama.
0: Got it mixed up with Ross, whose baby mother just had their second or third child that they've had together. So congratulations Not to too. both those men bringing new life into the world. That's why Ross been so giddy lately. He been
1: hype. I mean, he be happy as hell. Yeah, he living his best
0: life. Baby. Absolutely, man. Shout out to Ross, man. I love seeing That nigga C.
1: crib man. is amazing. Jesus fantastic. Christ! fantastic absolutely
0: and another w to no id he is cashing out on selling his catalog uh, similar to the dream situation same company actually same company that bought the dreams masters that we discovered for like well excuse me that we discussed for like 75 million this company also gave no idea check for his catalog what you think that was
1: Man, he sold a total of 273 songs, including Kanye shit. Yeah, Drake shit, Jay-Z shit. They didn't disclose how much, but look, I sent this to my partner, my guy Tuan Sounds. I sent that article to him like, bro, this shit crazy. He wrote back with something very interesting. And he made, I love it when people send me shit that I have to go and Google immediately. He said, I have a theory about the music and the MMA act that was just signed into Congress. He thinks a bigger play is happening. He feels that Jay will sell title soon. So what I had to do, I had to go look up and see what the hell MMA, uh, what the fuck that meant. And I got to pull it up. MMA is the music modernization act. It was just signed into Congress by your president, Trump, which streams line, streamlines the music licensing process to make it easier for right holders to get paid when their music is streamed online. It basically just revamped um, the Copyright Act from like, I, think, I don't know, 1910, who knows. It basically just revamped that to make it a little more modern with the times. And in doing so, um, you get Faster payouts Quicker royalty payouts And things of that nature For artists Labels Etc Crazy Interesting
0: totally Shout out to my so guy Twan Jay- Why would Ooh. that make Jay-Z want to sell title
1: I don't know um, That was his theory that's, I guess that's why it's a theory
0: I, I don't know One on the line We're gonna start Taking calls And get Twan on the line <laughs> And hatch that out A little bit more righty. And uh, I want to throw One more L in there To Big Meech Man He was denied Being released During the COVID Mm. So this disciplinary action while inside was just not satisfactory, so they're not gonna let Big Meach out, man.
1: You think that was the reason, or they weren't gonna let him out anyway?
0: I he gonna get out. I just don't think that they were gonna let him out early for COVID. Mm. Not with how his name still rings around, I just don't think that they were going they were gonna go for that. Uh, so. Yeah, free I mean beach. it. Probably was disciplinary uh, action too, though. I ain't no telling who as meat's big as fuck man. Until who ass he kicking in there. That's true. So, right, me, you, man. man. Um, also, man. Before we get out of here and do those, a uh, uh, much, much, much highly regarded happy belated birthday to the great Nipsey Hussle. Facts. Birthday passed over this past weekend, man. We didn't get to say that on the last show, and I want million percent want to make sure that I acknowledge that. So, happy birthday, King.
1: Absolutely, man. 100%. Uh bonus W real quick though. Mm. Big Boy from Outcast. Did you know there was no script for his role in ATL and he improv the whole thing?
0: I heard that. I did hear that too. That's crazy. That's fire too. He need to do more acting. Exactly. He 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 need to do more You remember when I told you I went to the football game with his son down here? Yep. He was in mode then. He act he acted like the dude <laughs> From Atl, DM. The whole time in the stands, I promise
1: you, that's I, like
0: I, I, I could believe that man. Big Boy is a character that great was dude. cold because he stole Blacks. the show. Man, that the, that's one of the greatest scenes when he pulled up on him when he was looking for his money. Oh man, like that shit! That hit, that hit me in the face with a
1: wad of money. Hit me in the face with a wad of money. So boy, disrespectful.
0: That's great black cinema right there, man.
1: <laughs> I to uh, Big Boy, shoot. man. On decker of the Week, man, uh, this is the first, this is the first ever. Shout out to Kim Kardashian and Monica um, for trying to free C-Murder. They have a full-blown campaign going right now to free Corey Miller uh, from his life uh, sentence that he is currently doing in New Orleans. They spoke about it on the uh, No Limit docuseries, No Limit Chronicles. Hey, man, they making noise.
0: Unfortunate, man, to see murder serving at time, but somebody in that in that documentary said something that was very real. He said, Man, if he didn't do that, he did. <laughs> they getting mm-hmm. him for some as he did, man. And yeah. it's, it's that's the same thing that I've heard a couple of times from people down in New Orleans. They were like, nigga, it was that was just payback for something else that had happened that they know he did and couldn't get on him. And I, I wish I don't want him to be locked up for something that he didn't do if he was a completely innocent man, but see, Murder, he he out there. He's been out C- there. So C
1: Murder was out there. He was out chill.
0: Yeah, um, six.
1: real quick, I saw an investigation discovery special on C Murder. And this mm-hmm. may be on YouTube. It's called Reasonable Doubt. It was really good. And C Murder was on the Mac phone, too. huh? They did one of them on Mac too. The, the Mac one is sad. They they mm-hmm. need to free, they need to free do it and pay him because he got robbed. Um the C Murder, they had him on the phone with his daughter because they because C Murder didn't do it, but he they people are saying that he knows who did. They, a lot of people speculated it was somebody that was with him that got the fighting. But see, murder said he wouldn't tell, and his daughter was on the phone pleading with him to come home, and he said he still couldn't tell. Mm. And I just thought that was fucking crazy.
0: Rough, Nigga, that's man. nuts. It is. It is nuts, man. It's a wild I get life it, they That's what he chose. Yeah, like I see, murder. Like what? What he gonna if he tell? What he gonna get out of do? Go live I in Calabasas with me. pee. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think P. Like, I don't there, think P. open. I don't think P. open for that. And they, like I say, that's the difference between a nigga like Takashi and a nigga like C. Murder that was born in. It. Like C. Murder, <laughs> even though he know it'll benefit him, he still can't bring himself to do that. And Takashi's like, crazy. "Fuck that, nigga! I ain't going to jail, nigga." The difference in the culture. <laughs> what you got to put um. us on this week, man? Did you finish that? Well, first, before the put on, did you watch the show that you wanted us to put on, the, the HBO show? Did you watch that? Which one? Your put on last week. I forgot. I can't keep up with my shit. The, the, the Dreamcast on HBO. Love? I mean, you talking about Lovecraft? Lovecraft? Lovecraft, whatever the name Did you watch it?
1: No, nah, not yet. Uh-uh. Mm. Not yet. Coming soon, show, though. Very um. I What I did watch, though, which is what I'm going to put people on, is something that you put me on, which is the morning show on Apple TV Plus or whatever the fuck it's called. I started it up when it first first came out, but I never I, I never finished it due to your gassing of it. I went ahead and ran it, and it actually turned out to be really dope. Um, that was a good series. I'm not gonna lie. Ten episodes, I flew through episodes. them. The last three the last episodes. Three episodes. Crack, and there's a did the Vegas shit had. throw you off at
0: first? No, I, I what was off. going on. Uh, it threw me off. I was the following. What they doing? I till they got to the same. It is a. I, I can't wait to have a conversation with people about what happened in those episodes and what they think. Like, do they think that he... Right. That, that, that was wild.
1: Wow. No, that was good. That was a good Very series. Good series. Um, I, I recommend that, man. Reese Witherspoon been low. key cooking lately. Um, this is under realize. her production company.
0: Did you know that the... the she started this production company that housed Big Little Lies, Little Fires Everywhere, and this because they told her that she wasn't going to be able to get roles into her 40s. Mm. But this production company cooked. Nashville stand damn. up. Cassidy Let's go, Nashville Nashville go Reese. Up. Let's do it on your own then. They don't want to hire you, we doing it. Let's yeah, go, Six
1: one five. Hey, Lana, I
0: used to work with Reese's little brother too. It's crazy. I remember you telling me that it was a spoiled douchebag. <laughs> That's funny as shit. A I put on man. ain't as dope, but it's in the snack realm. If you're not joining us on YouTube, I'm gonna oh, those good see. as fuck, man. Listen, these Starburst Minis, the all red pack. You're gonna run through the whole thing. You gotta like get a couple out and just move it away from you, or you're gonna run through the whole thing. They ain't wrapped up either. You ain't gotta worry about opening them. Come on, man. Starburst means all red pack, bro. Go get you a pack today. Thank you later. Your teeth in the like jewels. (laughs) That's funny as shit. I'm gonna get some veneers. Let me get the whole let me get the Joe Button look, They call call Joe Button Chief Teeth. That was fucking hilarious because you got the new TV in. that shit was funny as shit. <laughs> Chief Teeth is funny. I'm gonna, get the oh, I'm gonna get the veneers and then I'm gonna get all gold teeth, like all like every two gold. Get all the veneers and then just put gold on. Yolo, man. Let's do it. Go for it.
1: Um, hey, man, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again on the TV podcast on Instagram, youtubecom slash RealVille. Uh, Patreon.com slash Realville. Big shit popping in September on Patreon. Uh, I'm excited. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Um, Anything else before we get out of here?
0: Absolutely not, man. We appreciate you guys joining. Support The Real as always and as often as you can. We appreciate it. We out. Peace.